Alrighty. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? We're back. Well, I said we're back. It's the first podcast, Fuego and Friends. I'm AJ Fuego. Um, if you're listening to this, you've probably found it off my Instagram, so you already know who I am. Here with two friends today, we got Francis. Hello, I'm Francis. I'm one of the friends. And we have Dan. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dan, and I'm the other friend. There we go. And together we are the friends. He is the Fuego. Plural. Correct, correct. All right. So today, first podcast, we're going to be talking about recent release being Future. Future Hendrix presents The Wizard. Yep. The Wizard Boy. Future Hendrix? Is that his name? He's got loads of, like, nicknames. Hmm. Like Future Hendrix. Okay. Um... What else are some of his other synonyms? I've only heard of him as Future. Future, Future Hendrix. Mm. He's got loads. Back to the? Pluto. He's got loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Future's good. Yeah. Backwood. Stick with Future. Stick with Future. Stick with Future. I like Future Hendrix, though. I just had a name. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So. So, Future Hendrix presents The Wizard. Where do we want to start? Well, brief overview. So let me pull it up. Future Hendrix presents The Wizard. I believe, so this is his 10th year as an artist. I believe this is his seventh studio album. Uh, 20 tracks long, two minutes over an hour. And yeah, I mean, first thing I will say is... Um, you've got to be a fan of Future to want to listen to Future for more than an hour. Yes. I think that's the mm. biggest takeaway for me. From I, the album. Yeah. I hadn't listened to him before. Mm. I won't say my opinion yet, but yeah. <laughs> what you say is, is true. I mean, I well, it's sort of previously discussing with Dan and Francis, neither of those two have really listen to future before no. i have so i'll start off by saying as future goes is it a good project yeah it's all right it sort yeah. of falls into that like mediocre ca- category i don't mm. think it's his worst project is it his best definitely not mm. um do i want to listen to 20 future tracks in a row not really no Mm. I mean, he's versatile, so I think he could potentially do it, but just the quality of the album. Like, there are some really good songs that I enjoyed, but it's just... The main thing I would say is it's bloated. I'm not a fan of albums that long in general. I prefer them to be, like, 12. Agreed. Well, actually, I was going to come back to this a bit later, maybe a discussion topic later... But just remind me, mm. um, long just albums. remind me, long albums versus short albums. Right. Okay. But yeah, I think I was going to say pretty much what you just said there, whereas, which is basically, if you cut this album down to 12 tracks yeah. and yeah. cut some of the filler, it would be, it would move from like, what I'm saying is like a mediocre to a good album. Mm. Well, I thought, I thought that a lot of it sounded quite similar to us. Yeah. So. If yeah. you did cut it, I don't think it would make that much of a difference. That's the other big I problem. Do, I, I can't really tell it that far apart. Like, no. It just sounded samey. I think that's my other big problem is that it's like, as I said, this is Future's seventh album. Right. Mm. Seven albums in ten years, and it's, it doesn't sound like he's managed to diversify much. Is this very in similar fact, to his old stuff? I mean... I'm not that familiar with, this, with any of this. It's stuff. kind of backwards a little bit, because... Mm. He had a lot of stuff that was like straight to start off with. It was like straight trap, right? Um, but the thing that kind of set him apart was that he was charismatic, okay? Which I think you can hear, like, he does have charisma yeah. on the mic. But coming away from that, he kind of moved more into like R&B lane, and then he had some more like poppier songs, was doing features in different areas. But this album kind of feels one-dimensional, and his last couple of projects have been, like, fairly varied. Yeah. So, Mm. yeah. 
Yeah, well, it, I mean, I, I can't say for sure, but if you're a fan of Future, maybe you'll like it and, and enjoy it. But for me, as someone who's not a big See, fan... See, I'm not so sure. Do you think? maybe I'm like, not so sure, because the thing is, like I said, the fact that it's his seventh album, like... It sounds too similar to some of his previous work, yeah. which is better than mm. this. Yeah. So people, yeah, even okay. fans, would be getting this. And it's if it's up. sounding the same as something that he's previously done, but we yeah. did before, is better. Why would you choose to listen to this? Mm. Yeah. No, but I, I think there that. are some good songs on here. Um, what's your overall opinion of it then? So yeah, fairly negative for I'm me. Uh, I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm not being a hater, <laughs> uh, but I didn't enjoy it. Um, I kind of got like maybe nine songs in, and I would say I was bored. The, the, some of the beats were good. Like, yeah, it, it was kind of like you know that it got tedious. Yeah, it, it's it is kind of like that kind of turn up vibe. You know, where it's kind of getting you pumped <clears> and stuff. <throat> but it, it just wasn't for me. I'm not a big fan of auto tune. Straight off the bat, that's a bad start. Is it bad start? So that's yeah. the, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to like. That's something we're going to discuss later. As yeah, well. um, and so that's fine, but just it wasn't for me personally. Mm. I, I I thought, yeah, I thought it was um it was good, but like I said, it, it all sounded a bit the same. But I, I thought the songs were good though. There's no there's no real songs in there that I dislike or anything like that. Was there anything that stood out? Like not yeah, that's the thing. Nothing yeah. really stands out because as I say, it, it just sounds all too similar to me, but. Uh, what I was listening to was sounded alright to me. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the main takeaway for me is that I've listened to Future before, and like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a bad album. It's just that we've heard this sort of sound from Future yeah. so many times previously, and he's done it much better in the past. So why would I return to this? Yeah, I am with you though. Like it got, it did yeah. by the end of it, it got tedious. So I'm looking for him to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So um, Francis was here. We did a test podcast last yeah. week. Dan wasn't here for it, but we just got a real simple scoring system. Yes. Basically, um, remind us. The scoring the system <laughs> is basically what, <coughs> what button did the album have you like pressing? What button? Yeah, we yeah. did the album. Did the album want you? Was it asking you to press the stop button? Were you fast wanting to fast forward through it? Were you just happy to let it play? Was there stuff that you wanted to rewind to, or are you going to be having this on loop? Yeah. I would probably go fast forward because, like, it is a long album as well, and for there to not be a lot of diversity in like twenty other tracks, I would say the same. So it needs to be yeah. So yeah, I I would be fast forwarding because there's like there's five songs that I really like. The other fifteen I could live yeah, without ever hearing yeah, again. Yeah, that's not a great ratio. No, <laughs> no, that's a that's a F. Yes, let me it's ask cool. you this: that would be an F. If you guys kind of like it, uh, would you like be open in the future to be kind of putting on shuffle, listening to it again, like this album, or would it be a, if like, it came if if I was shuffling? Random artists and it came on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really skip it. I don't think. Well, being a DJ, mm. I naturally like to create playlists. Yeah. Mm. I would probably take three or four of the best songs, throw them on a playlist, and get rid of the others, and probably yeah. lose the others. Because that's the thing. I'm probably <laughs> removing it. <laughs> <laughs> removing it from my Apple what, music. What the entire thing? Yeah. Like there wasn't one there. song. No, I just didn't enjoy it, man. It's not for me. Ah. Didn't like it. I'm I not, knew I'm that you wouldn't hate. like it because yeah. trap isn't necessarily no, your favourite thing. thing, but I can, I can appreciate it. And like, if it came on, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" I got to listen to this. Like, I do. It's still, I kind of, I can enjoy it, but okay, it's the type of song that if you like smashed you. Yeah, if I was smashed, I'd be feeling it. <laughs> well, I was gonna say this might be a bit more difficult now. Um, mm. Obviously. I'll mention this again at the end, but for anybody listening that wants to or is interested, um, on Apple Music, I will be also creating an associated playlist to go along with the podcast each week. So each week there'll be a new podcast alongside the new podcast. There will be a playlist 
and each week it'll just be a selection of tracks that I've chosen. And it'll be related, won't it? To which what will be about. related to what we're talking about, yeah. whether it's a particular album or artist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this week I've put together a collection of future songs or songs that featured future. Yeah. And I've got four takeaways from the album. I was going to ask you guys what some of your favourite tracks were. That might be a bit more difficult. Um, the hmm. four takeaways that I had... Right. Actually, no, five. There's five. Um, jumping on a jet. Jumping on a jet. Going, jumping on a jet. Uh, jumping on a jet. <laughs> it's the second track. <laughs> Yeah, that was the main one that like stuck out to me as like his trap banner. Um, mm. Temptation, Temptation, I liked because it had a bit more of a like slower R and B vibe, mm -hmm. and that's the type of future that I like. Mm, right. You'll probably notice it on the playlist. Um, on the playlist that I've created, obviously we're talking about. The Wizard, so I've got four tracks from The Wizard on there for people to listen to. Um, and some older stuff. And a mixture of older stuff, but the two main albums that I've taken tracks from are Dirty, Dirty Sprite 2 mm -hmm. and Hendrix. Dirty Sprite 2 is, in most scenarios, people's favourite future album. How long ago It's was pretty that? much like a... Uh, let's have a look. It was 2015. 15. A while ago now. So that was... It was pretty much in the same lane as The Wizard, just... There, it was... Stronger. Yeah, it was just better quality. When did he yeah. release... The you know he released like two of them at the same time? Hendrix and... Hendrix and Future. Oh, yeah, Future and Hendrix. Was that, after, was that after? Hendrix is the second one that released. That's my personal favourite album. Those are the two um, I listened to previous to this album. Dirty Spike 2 and Hendrix are dependent on who you ask people's favorite future album yeah okay um some people might throw beast mode in there mm. that's an ep if we're talking just strictly albums usually it's between Tw dirty sprite 2 and hendrix hendrix is my personal favorite mostly because it's got a bit more variation and future kind of delves more into the R&B side mm, of his yeah. sound. I might, I might let's give it a listen, because I do like a bit of R&B here and there. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like, maybe it's track-tinged, yeah. but it's got some, like, um, house influence in there. It's got mm. some, like, pop influence in there as well. Um, Hendrix is probably his most, like, versatile album, mm. I'd go as far as to say. Yeah. But, yeah, Hendrix is my favourite future album. Um... If you haven't heard Future before, I would recommend you check out Hendrix and Dirty Sprite well, too. Check out the playlist. You got um, there. Or check out the playlist. Yeah, it's the reason oh, it's there. Curated all the best bits. Yeah, but the greatest, um, hits. The greatest hits. Future's greatest hits. Temptation. Yeah, I'd chuck that in there. Mm. Um, another one that I took out was Call the Coroner. Um, it's not produced by him, but it reminds me of the stuff that. Uh, Future did with Zaytoven on Beast Mode and Beast Mode 2. Beast Mode is like a fan favourite EP, so if you like that stuff, you'll probably like Call the Coroner. Um, promise you that, promise you that was a takeaway for me because it reminded me of, do you remember Future and Drake released a joint project? Yeah, I do remember. That was off of the back of like two or three songs that they had mm. done together and all of them had done really well. Yeah. It was kind of like this same sound but with a little bit more of like a pop focus. Mm. Uh, I promise you that is pretty much the same thing, like that trap sound but just a bit more like pop yeah. accessible. Yeah. Um, and then the other one for me was Unicorn Perp just because mm. it had Young Fug and Gunner on it. Both of them did well on their features. And after considering it's late in the track listing, mm. where is it, 15, after listening to 14 future songs yeah. with no features, yeah, it, was a, it was a welcome breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's that's funny you say that. Tickets of features. It's funny you so. say that because I remember when that song was on, I looked at what was going on and then I saw that there were features yeah, yeah. I, I, definitely definitely I was thinking is this whole album no features I saw like Travis on later songs so I was like okay. yeah 
Jonathan Coming back to which, I think Travis's song with Future was really disappointing. Really? Because yeah. you expected more from Travis being on the track. Well, your expectations were a bit high. I was hoping, like, what is it? Track seventeen. Track seventeen. So it's right at the end of the album, yeah. Mm. So we got through sixteen tracks of pretty much a very similar sound. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So I was like, okay, he's got Travis on the track. Obviously, Travis is in that track lane as well. Mm. But I was like, is Travis going to pull Future into his world a little bit? Yeah, and it will kind of throw a bit of variation at the end of the album yeah but it wasn't no Future basically just left the spot open just, and said Trav spit on yeah, it yeah just kept it the same as go. the previous and that's why it was disappointing yeah um, especially as now people are not going to like this especially after Future and Juice World's project because Juice World is again in in the same sort of lane mm. but it's very different to Future yeah same thing with Travis Scott. Same lane, but he's very different. A lot of people really did not like the future Juice World project. Really? Yeah. I think I liked it. I think I it was pretty good. I mean, I would say there's probably it would have probably been better as a like five or six track EP yeah. and just take the it? best tracks. It's quite it was like a full album. It was yeah, like twelve really? or thirteen tracks. I haven't listened to it, but I um, do kind of like Juice Vibes. But yeah, Juice Juice is it, yeah. if you reduced it to like the five best future Juice World tracks, it would have been a really, really solid project. Right. And the fact that Juice World is like in the same line, but it's very different, but they managed to find a chemistry. Mm. That's why I was looking to see if Future could do that with mm. Travis. With Travis and it just didn't happen. Mm. Um so it's yeah kind of low key disappointing mm. on that side of things. But yeah, I mean I guess just in summary, future, the wizard, is it a bad project? Dependent on whether you like that sound? Mm. No, I don't, it's not. I don't think it's a bad project, I just say it's forgettable. Yeah, that's. I, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's not a bad project. Do I think many people will return to it? No, you might hear, you know, it's a new trap album. There's not a lot that releases around this time of year. Um, I can't so see. It. I can't see it being. You might hear like two or three songs pop up on the radio, or if you're at a club or something. No. Other than that, I think give it a month or two, something better will come along. Yeah. And it'll be be forgotten. I don't think it'll be in anyone's like album of the year. No. Although I do think if he was to release "Promise You That" as a single, or if if I was being clever, like if I was being business minded with it, promise you that because it has that pop sensibility. If he was to remix it, get mm. a feature from like a Drake yeah. or an Offset or somebody like that, yeah, somebody who's like mainstream got a bit of like yeah. pop sound about them Ariana that can add to the track. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. he's not a bad fun. idea. He, he, could, throw, he, he could actually throw like an Ariana on that or a Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Somebody that's just got like a pop appeal, mm. get them to throw a verse on it, release it as a single remix version, and that could probably chart highly. Yeah. Yeah, true. But but yeah, so I mean you made mention of this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um one thing, one topic related to future, obviously. I wouldn't go as far as to say that he's an innovator of auto-tune. Mm-hmm. I, think, no. I think that crown goes to, dependent on who you ask, it would... I, it's it's, inar- it's, I know, it's I know in- who you're going to say. No, it's inarguable between T-Pain, Kanye West yeah. and Lil Wayne. Yeah. Right. If you're going to crown who innovated auto-tune, mm. like in hip-hop... Is going to be between those three, yeah. but I will say, as an auto tune artist, when Future came out, that's when you started to see a change in like commercial hip hop sound. Yeah, like it when Future was using auto tune, he first came out. That's when the in- 
like hip hop started to change its sound to become more like what it is he, now. Has Future always used Autogen? He, he, he was, like I said, I wouldn't say that he was an innovator of the sound, mm. but he was one of the first people that used Autotune mm. and it affected everybody else around him. Yeah. He was born with um, auto-tune in his vocal pipes as well, so that was... Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. medical condition. He is medical. But while we're on the topic of auto-tune, as I was saying, um, just general thoughts about auto-tune. Obviously, Future uses it heavily. Mm. It's more common in hip-hop than it is uncommon now. Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? Do you think, like, it's still... Alive and thriving? Do you like it? Do you think it needs to move on, or do you think the balance is good between? I think. Like, um, well, yeah. That well, sound, or? I, I personally like Travis is one of my favorite guys, so I can't really dislike it because he's obviously a heavy user of it. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, I think there's room for it definitely in the um, in the genre. But if I'm being I've, deadly honest, like I think hip hop is in one of the best places it's ever been in. Yeah. Not mm. just because it's so so in the mainstream now, yeah, which is. obviously is great because it's more exposure for the genre, but just the fact that you can find, like it used to be the case where you only had like one sound, like the boom back conscious mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. And if you're a big fan, you would delve into like the underground stuff mm-hmm. yeah. but I think the fact that you can now listen to hip hop in any mood any situation and there are artists that can provide yeah they fit that to, yeah, regardless of yeah whatever your mood or your situation there is a hip hop artist out there that you can enjoy yeah that's true I think okay it's balanced but <laughs> go on with having hip-hop at a mainstream level you always get the tons of shit that come with it yeah and that's where i think auto-tune starts to get a bit more because it's easily accessible you like obviously anyone can do it to to do it well you still need the talent it's not like you you have to have a gift to be like no but that's that's the thing like anyone could just use auto-tune and start making music yeah and that's that's the accessibility of it but it doesn't mean it's good not, not saying that every auto-tune artist for is me bad, I was going to say the where, the problem with the like for me it's more about the imbalance between those that use it and those that don't is that the only people that really seem to be charting mm. save a few exceptions like your Kendrick Lamar's your J. Cole's mm. everybody who's yeah. charting is auto-tune heavy yeah. like trap centric hip hop yeah. there's no like commercial mm. hip hop that's kind of reminiscent of mm. traditional hip-hop. Yeah, I suppose that's right. Like, obviously, for a genre to keep moving forwards and stay relevant, you've got to innovate. It sort of died out of that, hasn't it? Like, then again, though, I suppose you say that, but obviously there's the big trend of a lot of these art- hip-hop artists now. Like, a lot of the young guys... Are like introducing elements of rock and guitar, mm. and like some mm. are screaming on tracks, some are like mm. just pure singing on yeah. tracks. So yeah. maybe it is starting to sort of swing the other way a little well, bit. I think it's just changed in the sense that you don't necessarily need to be like commercially, well, like mainstream and get radio play to get a fan base because obviously social media and stuff. You can have a big yeah. fan base and still be like unknown. You can have a you know huge fan base. Yeah. So it's okay. like with that, and you when you get a little fan base through social media, you can experiment more and you can do those other things. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So you know you could get someone experimenting, experimenting with uh, auto tune, who like maybe doesn't always do it, and maybe before they wouldn't have been able to because it was too risky. Yeah. I don't know, I just thought of that I now, but... <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fair point. Yeah, when you say that, I when you said what you said a second ago, I straight thought of uh, X, Tentacion. Yeah. His album. I, was it called Question Mark? I can't 
remember what it's actually called. Oh, uh, yeah, it was literally so, like, just yeah. question mark. Yeah, because yeah. that's like got loads, loads yeah. of different styles. I love that album. But, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that album too. Um, Sorry to change topic, but yeah. No, <laughs> no, I mean, it's relevant to the topic. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, for me, I think as an overall thing, um, and I think I'm protected from this because I choose not to listen to radio. Yeah. I, I choose to actively search out the music I want to listen to. Yeah. Which is why I don't see auto-tune in such a negative light. But I do think a lot of people see it negatively because all of the hip-hop that's on the radio, save a couple of, like a handful of artists, mm. are all using auto-tune. And I can understand why it would get yeah. wearing yeah, for people. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But, I don't know. I don't think... Overall, I, I, I suppose it depends on whether you're an actual fan of hip-hop or mm. if you just listen to it Casually, like second... Yeah. yeah, like second-hand listening, pretty much. Yeah. For, I, the, for the like for the actual hip-hop fan, I think hip-hop is in a really good place because hmm. yeah. you have that balance of everything. Yeah, I, I definitely prefer without watching. Me too. To watching. Because uh, me personally, I I I mm. much prefer like nineties hip hop, like yeah, Try Wu Tang, Nas, that sort of thing. That's yeah. like my my top for me, which you don't really get. I'm not watching that yet. So yeah, I mean, I think for for the average listener, that's probably not the case. But for the actual hip hop fans, mm. that's probably more. Yeah, there's more people that prefer without auto tune. Yeah. Than uh, artists that do. I mean, there is a space for it, obviously. Like, yeah, it, it, it should belong in hip hop. It's not inherently bad. No, it's just it's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Just, you just got to be careful how you use it, otherwise it can sound shit. Well, I mean, that segues perfectly because obviously a lot of the people that are going to be listening to the podcast are going to be hip hop fans, not just your casual listener. Yeah, yeah. and uh, maybe. <coughs> It may be the other way, where a lot of people that just listen to hip-hop through the radio only hear the auto-tune. Yeah. Uh, we might have some listeners on the podcast that actively choose to not listen to auto-tune at all. Mm. So that segues perfectly because uh, the three of us have all chosen three track artists that we think are worth a listen. Yes. Um, Yes. So if you uh, actively choose not to listen to artists with auto-tune, then this list might be a bit helpful if you fancy dipping your toes. Um, let's start with you, Francis. Well, do you have a three, I'm glad you start with me. Because <laughs> do you have three artists? I'm not sure what I'm going to say. Um, Give it a pun. I don't, but I will say I was looking through my uh, artists on my Apple Music now, yeah. trying to look at who maybe has used it. And I will say... I feel like there, there are some artists who aren't auto-tune artists, quote-unquote, yeah. who use it, like, subtly, and I don't think you necessarily notice. Um, for example, yeah. well, I mean, because we're talking about trap now, not auto-tune. We're talking about auto-tune? Top three yeah. auto-tune or trap? trap. Sorry, yeah, right top three trap off. artists. Well, in that you. case, um, I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. I mean, the thing with trap is it's kind of a blurred line because even a lot of the pop and house music is taking, like, elements of trap. Yeah. 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 So sometimes it's a bit of a blurred line. It's difficult to know when somebody is, like, a strict, I suppose, like a... "Quote unquote trap artists." Yeah, some artists like delve into a little bit. You get artists like Gucci Man, people like that, who are like obviously definitely trap, but then I want you to be like, I'm not really sure. Yeah, like somebody we were talking about yeah, earlier, like, Asap yeah. Ferg. Exactly. I was like, I can't. I don't know. Is he trap or not? Like some some tracks are trappy. Yeah, some of them are. Some are. I would say, generally speaking, I think he's probably. I would class Ferg as trap. Good because he's been my top three. So that helps me well, there we go. I'll tell you <laughs> what. I can see here Francis is having a quick look through some names. Oh, yeah. While he is, here is where your top three, Dan, because I feel oh, like we might have um, some overlap. Yeah. So third would probably be Uzi. Lil Uzi. Um, yeah. He's, he's definitely trapping. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, then, yeah, ASAP Ferg and probably Trav. Top. So ASAP Ferg, Lil Uzi Vert, and, and Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Even with Travis Scott, I was like, 
I, I, I don't know if he was like purely trap, but yeah, I mean, because like, there's some tracks that are the really thing with Travis is he's definitely trap, but because he's kind of innovated his own sound, yeah. People aren't really sure whether to class him as trap, but no, that's not because he isn't trap. It's more just because he's sort of changed. He's, up, he's, yeah, he's kind of progressed on what trap is yeah. as a sound. Mm. Um, so I, I've, I've got an article here and it says five best trap artists, and the first one is a uh, Travis. Is it? Is it? Is yeah. Um, yeah. No, so well on this Whoa, list, it's you number can't be one. Giving away top three. <laughs> On this list, anyway, it was one Travis, two Young Thug, mm-hmm. three Migos, yeah. four Lil Yachty, oh, five Gucci Mane. Nah, uh, that's it. Yeah, I will say Lil Yachty's music. I really, it's just not for me. Him. But I, I think like him, him as a person, he's actually I, really yeah. funny. He's got a good personality. I kind of like him as a person. I like him. He's a cool guy. But I will like, say, music-wise, yeah, I'll give that a miss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's um. I don't know, I don't think he takes himself too seriously. No, that's what I like about Yachty. Yeah. Is like he's just a like I don't hate going him, kind of but, dude. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of music. Okay, so um So how many have we said so far? So you don't really have a top yeah, three. Yeah, what's your top three? Well, so do you have a top I, three or I I don't know because of the names that you've do, seen there, is there anybody that even if it's just one or two well, that jumps you, out? Let me say, do you think any of these are You like trap? Trap. I you know I mean I don't listen to Travis that much. Sick, I might have heard that. Yeah, yeah but that's not all <laughs> that high. I should listen to it more. But I will say, so Twenty One Savage, I don't mind. Oh fuck, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, is it? Yeah, track? track. Yeah, yeah. There we are. Uh, he's alright. No, Twenty One Savage is decent. Oh, you are I, I, kind of I just like don't him. like him as a person. Why? I don't like his face. He's investing in real estate. He's teaching kids to save their money and invest. Yeah, but his music shit. Save that money. No, it's not. You're a hater, bro. You're a hater. I mean, XXX Tentacion wasn't trapped, really, was he? he well, I mean, he may have been. But I he mean, did a lot. He did a lot. He crossed a lot of like genre boundaries. Mm. Would I say he had elements of trap in his music? Yeah. I don't like posters. Yeah, it's post Malone trap. No, I would not say so. I really like because I saw that when I was looking up. You know, I consider I was, I was, like, him. I consider post more pop than him. Yeah, because if it's trap, I definitely have post in top three. But I just he's definitely pop. Trap. He's more pop than yeah, hip hop. I am. Um, I I can't say the <laughs> name top three. Okay, but yeah, I I don't mind. Um, what's his face? Twenty One Savage. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I <laughs> so that's me, Dad. Twenty One Savage down here. Um, oh, let's whittle this down a little bit. So I'm going to go with a couple of honourable mentions. Um, Hit us with, I mean, yeah, an <laughs> honourable mention, not in my uh, top three, but Three Six Mafia. You can't okay. really say trap without mentioning Three Six Mafia, Juicy J. Um, yeah. I would also say, yeah, just general honourable mentions. Two Chains been around for years oh, in his trap lane. Um, Ski Master Slump God, kind of similar to X. He's and Travis mm-hmm. trying to sort of innovate yeah. and uh, do something a bit more fresh with yeah. the genre. Um, of the new school guys, Playboy Carti, Gunner, Lil Skies, 88 Glam, and Nav. Yeah, and Nav Damn. are people I would throw in the mix there. Um, Race Rimmerd as well, I'd I throw like in the mix. I missed all these people, so I don't think that's right. Like, really, yeah. Then I suppose it can be a lot of people maybe flow within different lanes. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It's kind of blurred a bit, but I think for my top three, I don't think you can mention trap without giving props to Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane, yeah, mm. like you can't really do Gucci like there would trap wouldn't be trap as it is today without Gucci nah, Mane's influence. True. That's true. So Gucci Mane for me, um, Young Fug, I'll throw Fugger in there just because he's so versatile. <laughs> Um, Sorry, Dan's just showing me Gucci Mane's he's tattoo. Got an ice cream cone on his cheek. He's a handsome dude, isn't he? No, yeah, no, he's he's got an ice cream cone Mate, on his face. Mate, he's got three scoops yeah. on that, isn't he? Three scoops. Yeah, yeah. You, you need that ice cream. He's a handsome dude. Yeah, but yeah, um, Gucci Mane, Young Fug, like he's he's, on the he's so song. Oh, Young Fug, Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane. Oh, Gucci Mane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
We're yeah. very similar. I was trying to remember the song. I don't listen to like a lot of these artists. I don't actually listen to. Gucci Mane's dope. So. Maybe you should dip your toes. Maybe into I should. Do you know? What? I'm gonna listen to. We this wait for the playlist. wax and Watsky. Yes. Young Fug. I like a lot of different hip hop. It's just not not necessarily. This. Yeah. Young Fug. He's just like he's so versatile. He's progressed on trap as a genre. Um, a lot of people when he first came out didn't know what to make of him. Generally speaking, now he's most he's in most people's like staple trap artist mm-hmm. if you had to ask everybody for a top five like 50 percent of the people at least i reckon are gonna put fugger in there and then um kind of with slightly more of a pop influence and with a that sort of toronto sound as well tory lanes i would throw in there as well yeah um <coughs> Tory Lane's kind of a bit of a blurred line. He takes influence from dancehall, R&B, house, pop, all sorts of different places. But the sound underlying is pretty much trap. And yeah, he's just very versatile. Like I said, he dips his toes into other places all the time as well. And that's why I throw him in my top three is just because he's so versatile. He's got so much choice. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I probably listen to him most weeks. So yeah, cool. Top threes, but that's oh, yeah. that. Let us um, know yours if you if you. Yeah, I mean, if you've come across the podcast, yes, it's probably through my Instagram. Yeah, because um, that's where I'm going to be promoting it. So yeah, after listening to this, go onto my Instagram. Just chuck a comment in there. Let us know your top three trap artists. And we'll, and, uh, we'll discuss it ne- the next week, maybe? Yeah, maybe next week we'll do a quick roundup of some of the names that were mentioned. And you might put us on something that we haven't heard. Yes. Before. Ed- educate me, especially. Cause I, yeah, I Francis wants education. <laughs> yes, I need it. Um, but quickly, I mean, I'm going to go back to something that you mentioned earlier. Right. Good I music. What it was. You, you were supposed to remind me good music. Good music. Yeah. I now, this is interesting. <laughs> You're yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. It's going to completely throw you off. I need to think about this as well. Mm-hmm. But good music. Obviously, we were talking about how um, Future's album felt really bloated and mm. just too long. Yeah. A lot of albums, yeah. like Drake's double album, mm-hmm. um, Migos, Last Project, Culture 2. Yeah. Um, depending on who you ask, Post Malone, Beer Bonds and Bentleys. Mm. We're, these were all like... T- yeah. Mm, 18 plus tracks hour long albums yeah these are all albums that have come out in the past year and have fallen into the trap of having too many songs Mm. then you look at like the top 20 albums of the year list and you see the good music stuff Mm -hmm. you see Pusha T Daytona Kitsy Ghost Kanye all of them were 7 tracks long so, just as a final little topic, what are some albums that spring to mind which you remember being like particularly long, but if you cut it down to seven tracks, they would be like a lot better than um, what they are now? Okay. I'll say there is one that comes to mind. I forget what it was called. I don't know if you guys would agree. It's Drake. It was Take Care. Oh, don't take like, care. Don't I like. I love take care, but still, I thought like just a bit long. And Alex, is gonna, long. Alex is gonna come back again. Tell me what you think. <laughs> no, it's only because I put it this way: if I asked you mm. to take seven tracks off of Take Care, mm-hmm. you'd <laughs> end up telling me a twelve. Well, yeah, you'd give me twelve. Hmm. I feel like you cannot cut Take Care down to seven tracks. I'm not looking. seven, no. I'm looking. No. no, not seven. I don't need to take it to seven. Do you know what? Do you know why I say that, I think? is because I didn't like those interludes and things with a bloody phone call. Because it would always come <laughs> on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll skip it. That was my first introduction to Kendrick Lamar. Really? Yeah. He's spitting on the interlude. No, he's not, is he? Yes, he is. Which one? He's not credited on it. Um... Buried Alive interlude, 
Buried Alive. Yeah, that's Kendrick Lamar spitting on there. That was my first introduction I'll have to, to, to it. it later. I, did, I didn't know that. But yeah, maybe that's why. I just remember constantly skipping. And it was because of those things. <laughs> like when it's on in the car, like in the car, you know, whatever, the bus or whatever. I oh, keep man. Um, yeah, all right. Um, you know, chill, man. I'm finding it difficult to think of any of those. Because if, if there's an artist that I, I love, then yeah. I really don't... I, I'm happy for him to have 18 tracks. Well, you've post, mentioned like, an artist, I would say. Who's Who's that? that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> post. I wouldn't shorten it to seven, but I would cut a couple of tracks off Astro World. I, I thought you were going to say... I was looking at Astro World, because that's obviously got like about I wouldn't tracks. cut it down to seven, but I would skim a few yeah, tracks I, I off of Astro is, World. There is a few that could be cut from that, but... Um, I'm just looking through my library really quickly. Me too. Let me have a look. Um, 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 um. Hmm. I do agree though. Like, if there's an artist I like, yeah, the more the better. I'm exactly. So that's why I say like future fans may like. I don't always feel like that though. As always, the the quality and considering like they're my favorite artists, for example. Like, even if it's like average, I'm still probably gonna like it because. Yeah, because I I just love the artist. Yeah, but the thing is, I love Travis, yeah, but yeah. I still would cut Astro World down a bit. Yeah, that's, I mean that's fair enough. I mean, what is he saying that seventeen songs? Yeah, I can't yeah, really, I can't like, disagree too much with that. To be fair, what, what would you cut out of that? What would I cut out of it? Yeah. If I had to pick the track list in, it would go Stargazing Carousel, Sicko Mode, R.I.P. Screw, Stop Trying to Be God. No bystanders. No bystanders. Um, Five percent tin. NC seventeen. Yosemite. Can't say. These are these. Houston fornication. Coffee bean. These are the tracks you would put in it. Yeah. How many? You named like fourteen or something. I would cut. I'd cut skeletons. Wake up. Astro thunder. Who what? Butterfly Effect, Houston Fauna, Houston Fornication. Nah, it's just nah. like, it's such a... To be fair, it got released, I'm pretty sure it got released. It's just it, such so a like... Play, play lot, I still fuck with it. It's just so like... It's just so basic <laughs> compared to the rest of the album. I didn't want to use it because I don't mean it in like a horrible way. But when you compare it to how like, how that album has different like sounds and versatility and yeah. all that and then you get butterfly effect like you, it's just like a straight plain jane trap song and it's just it doesn't live up to the rest of the album in my opinion mm. okay. okay which is the case with a couple of songs on there that's why i'd cut it down a bit yeah i'm i'm looking and i can't I, well, I've looked through all my albums apparently <laughs> i haven't i haven't found one i'll tell you uh, what i would probably cut, cut down out. a bit Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q, Blank Face, blank face 17. I didn't think there was that many. 18. 17. 17. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, I didn't realize there was that many. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I love that album so much. But I yeah, think... So I personally could listen to the 17 tracks and not care. Mm. Like, I'm happy with that. But I think if it was cut down, because it's an hour and 13 minutes, if you cut, uh, like five songs off of that it'd be 12 tracks it'd be about 50 minutes i reckon mm. if you cut it down and stripped it to its best songs it would have probably gone up for grammys yeah mm. you reckon because it's such a good album but i think for the if you're not a fan of him generally i think like the general listener wouldn't have that much time for it mm. i'd say the perfect amount is about uh, like 12 songs 15 at a push I, I do also like like short little EPs as well where it's like 6 songs I do like those as well like yeah. depending on what it is but when it gets to 20 I always think it is a bit long and it's what, what's quite your yeah. I'd say about like 12 I can't remember what I said I before, think about 12, I think 13 I see I disagree because some of like my favourite albums are like 15 plus mm. to be fair I was going to so say I another one really I would cut down a little bit is uh, Rick Ross Black Market because I love that album but there's like let me have a look there's like four songs that I skip 
every time I listen to it. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, that's the thing. You just pick your favourites, don't you? Yeah, but the thing is, in a 17-track album, if I'm only skipping four, but I'm skipping the same four every single time, to me, that says those yeah. four yeah, shouldn't definitely. be in the album. Definitely. Because then you've got a 13-track you album, which is no skips. Mm. Yeah. And if you've got a 13-song album with a 100% record... Mm-hmm. That's, so a that's, yeah, that's, good that's a good batting average. That's a good batting average. Cool. Well, so yeah, I can't think of any others, but no, I can't really think off top. Um, as long as it's good, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, I'll tell you one that I would. Um, <laughs> it's good. I'll tell I'm you happy. one that's just spring to mind that I would. I'd have cut down the cart of five, and I yeah. know, oh, I know, I know. People are gonna five. say, "Ah, oh, but we waited like." fucking yeah. years and years to get it yes we did but that doesn't mean I still want to sit through that many tracks to be fair the cut of four was like a sick album and that's got 19 tracks in it and I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd, I'd cut. cut many of that I'd cut you cut what would you cut actually it's got some more that it is the cut of five has 23 songs that's what I mean I, actually, like, don't, don't get I me wrong I didn't get into it properly I understand the. <laughs> I'll tell you the other one what? Fucking Chris Brown, man. Oh, Heartbreak yeah, yeah, on a Full yeah. Moon. That shit was, was like, like 43 songs. songs. Yeah, that's yeah. That what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even... I, I'm not a Chris Brown fan. I love Chris Brown, man. Yeah. Like, personal life aside, oh, I don't yeah. agree with... Alright, check out this version. So he released the deluxe edition and that shit's got... Jesus, man. What's wrong with 57 it? songs on. That's ridiculous. Yes. That is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. How long is it? The original one was two hours, 39 minutes. How can you do that? I don't I actually don't understand Because it's Chris Brown. He records so much music. He was like, you know what? Instead of me holding on to it, have all of it. Yeah, but I, th- I don't know. Which He's obviously in a better position than me, but... Mm. I just think it. Yeah, just like listen listen it. Yeah, it's just you just like at least pick some out, so it's not like. A, See, the thing is, I don't necessarily up. feel like he had any like shit songs. It just like the really really good stuff just got watered down a yeah, little like, bit break, by the fact it that it was little, so long. Break it up like a little bit. Yeah, I do like future release to um, at the same. Time. I'm not being funny. That Chris Brown album though, forty three. I think it's forty three tracks. You could still strip that to 20 and it would be 20 straight bangers. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm... But that's the luxury of being Chris Brown because yeah. he's yeah. just a fucking crazy songwriter and his he's voice is sick. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. I, don't, I can't believe that. But yeah. Well, on albums, man. All right. So I guess that's pretty much... That's it. Is that all we uh, have got on the yeah. agenda? Yeah. So, as I said earlier, um, Fuego and Friends, this uh, podcast is going to be called The Wizard of ATL. Yeah. <laughs> um, fresh out of Atlanta. But yeah, there's going to be an associated playlist on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, listen to that. Check it out. Listen to the podcast, then jump on Apple Music and check it out. Jump on it. The podcast should hopefully be going up on Apple Music, Spotify, Google mm. Podcasts, yeah, and a couple of others. Can't of but hopefully it should be up. Um, yeah. If there's any issues, then it may just be a bit delayed. Who fucking knows, though? Yeah, Who let, knows? let us know your uh, your perfect your, album links. Your opinions on the matter. Yeah, we want to know. Yeah, we we're eager to know. know what you think. Eager to read them out next week. Yeah. And get your name. And maybe, because mm-hmm. this time of year yes. is um, cold. No, this time of year is usually quite slow for mm. album releases. Mm. I already know what we're doing next week. You'll have to wait and stay tuned to find out. Mm. But we do have a mini series that we're going to be bringing to the podcast. And it will be starting next week. And it will be a fun... Yes. It will be a fun little mini-series. So you don't want to miss out on it. It will be sick. Um, yeah, we're going to have... But yeah, maybe, maybe if there's a dead week where we don't have an album that's worth reviewing, maybe we'll uh, go yeah. through and uh, have a look at some long albums and mm. we'll cut them down. Yes, that'll be good. And we'll yeah. teach these people how to uh, how to sequence an album. Yes, with all my mus- musical expertise. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, otherwise, um, 
yeah future was really the only album that dropped this year yeah. off the top of my yeah, head I, think so. Look, I, mean, I, I mean there was quite a few singles that dropped this yeah, week logic. let me add a look Chief Keith hey, that's another one Chief Keith Chief Keith yeah I mean more drill but drill just kind of being like a more aggressive track Chief Keith is kind of big in there as well but yeah, um, Logic dropped a new single, Keanu Reeves. Um, Big Logic fan. YNW Melly, uh, incarcerated at the moment, but he dropped an album from Prism. As you do. As you do. New connections. Um, yeah, well, you got a big single, Mixed Personalities with Kanye West. Damn. I haven't actually had a chance to listen to it yet. But uh, yeah. Can yeah. be in jail as well? Well, if he keeps going the way he is, he might end up in jail. Oof, or worse. Uh, a big one from Ariana Grande. Oh, fuck off. The pop sensation. Yeah, seven from minutes. Nickelodeon. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Next. <laughs> um, James Blake dropped an album. Had quite a lot of 12 features songs. on it. I like it. Yeah, it had <laughs> Metro <laughs> Boomin on two songs. Had Travis Scott on Mile High. And he also got a feature from... Andre, Andre 3K. 3K. Really? What, James Blake? Yeah, he got Andre 3K on the track. He also had someone that, called right? Rosalia. It just sounds fun, so... Well, listen to I it. wasn't going to mention that. But yeah. <laughs> um, Young Pinch dropped a song with Lil Skies called Nightmares. Lil Skies dropped his own single, Real Ties. Um, and... I think... Mustard. Oh, yeah. DJ Mustard and Migos dropped some Pure Waters. And other than that, that good. is the week pretty much rounded up in terms of releases. Um, so that's our cue to say goodbye, pretty yes. much. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Um, that was Future of the Wizard. Lots of uh, skippable tracks, but mm, yeah. we won't dwell on that too much. Um, next week, like I said, we won't be talking about an album. We'll be doing the first episode in the mini series. And trust me, you won't want to miss it. It will be lots of fun. Yeah. And uh, it'll be well worth checking out. Definitely. So yeah. we will check back in with you guys next week. And until then, I hope you all have a good week. Stay blessed. Yeah. And it's farewell for me, AJ Fuego. Goodbye from me. Goodbye Francis. from me, Dan. And Lovely. That's the end of that. Have Take a good one, easy. guys. Take it easy. Bye. See ya.